Magandang araw po mga kababayan. Welcome sa episode 35 ng Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Matagal na po tayong hindi nag-usap dahil po ako ay nagbakasyon sa ating inang bayan. Long overdue pero nag-enjoy po ako. Sana naman po ay handa na kayo sa Pasko. And I don't mean materially. Masyado na po kasing commercialize ang Pasko. Pag sinabi mong Christmas ang nasa isip ng tao, commercial, material things, gifts, and all that. So nakakalimutan natin ang totoong reason for the season. Ito po ang karawa, kaarawan ng ating pong Panginoong si Heso Kristo. So marami pong sari-saring topic na pwedeng pag-usapan tungkol sa Pasko. Pero bago, pero baka magdamag po tayong nandito kung lahat ng, ng uh, mga kwento ay ating babanggitin. Kaya babatiin ko na lang po kayo ng maligayang Pasko at mani- at magbibigay ako ng mga mahalagang anunsyo sa mga nangyayari sa ating kapaligiran at sa komunidad. Ang bisita po natin ngayon ay walang iba kundi si Jay Aquino, a social media strategist and business coach helping Filipino entrepreneurs grow their business with online digital marketing. He will give us an insight about social media marketing para matulungan pong lumago ang mga negosyo ng mga Pilipino. Yan po kasi ang pinakamatinik na marketing ngayon, social media marketing. Ngunit bago ko po siya tawagin, narito muna ang ating mga importanteng, importanteng anunsyo. Ito pa yung ating calendar of events. Number one, nagsimula na po ang Simbang Gabi. Simbang Gabi is the Night Mass, which is a Filipino-American community, Georgia, hosting Simbang Gabi starting December 15th through December 23 at different locations such as the Good Shepherd Church in Cumming, Georgia, the UGA Catholic Center in Athens, St. Brendan Catholic Church in Cummings, St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Norcross, and St. Thomas the Apostle in Smyrna. Please check Atlanta Pinoy FB page for the schedule of each church. The celebrations will start with a rosary at 6.30 p.m., followed by the celebration of faith by our very own Father Jos Marnatad. For information po, please contact Beth Davis at 404-210-6405 and Hannah Anderson at 770-468-0772. For those who don't know, Simbang Gabi means Night Mass, Misa de Galio sa Tagalog. This is a Filipino tradition in anticipation of Christmas, which is a series of Catholic Masses in the Philippines during the nine days leading to Christmas. Yun po. Ang pangalawa po, Kamayan Atlanta will finally open. So f- op- soft opening po sa December 14 and 16 for dinner. Kailangan po ninyo ang reservation. So go to kamayanatlanta.com and make your reservations. This is a la carte for these two nights. The announcement for the grand opening is forthcoming. So congratulations po Kamayan. So, ang Ichiban Ramen naman po is another Filipino-owned restaurant is opening soon, actually any day now. They are located at 4152 Washington Street, Covington, Georgia, 30014. Their number is 404-824-7106. It is owned by the daughter of Filibian Abura, and I believe her name is Edita Lanusa. Pangapat po, the Filipino-American Association of Greater Atlanta is, is hosting its New Year's Eve and in inaugural ball on Saturday, December 31st, 2022 at 6 p.m. at the Atlanta Marriott Northwest in 
Northwest at Galleria, 200 Interstate North Parkway, Southwest. The cost is $75 for members and $85 for non-members. Ngayon po, um, the Filipino Catholic Community of St. Philip Benizi will celebrate the Feast of Santo Nino, Sinulog 2023, on sa- Saturday, January, 1st, January 21st, 2023. Novena, Novena starts at 12 noon and Holy Mass at 1 p.m. And the location is at 591 Flynn River Road, Jonesboro, Georgia. Ngayon po, ako ay magbabalik upang ihandog sa inyo ang ating guest podcaster. Welcome back mga tagapakinig. Ngayon po, I am excited to welcome to Usapang Pinoy si Jay Aquino, Digital Marketing and Business Growth Specialist and also the President of Austin, Texas Chamber of Commerce. Jay Aquino is a social media strategist and business coach helping Filipino entrepreneurs grow their business with online digital marketing. He is an engineer turned entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Welcome, Jay. Thank you so much for agreeing to be with Usapang Pinoy today. Hello, and thank you so much for uh, inviting me. It's so uh, grateful to be here, and especially the holiday season. And yeah, it's great to connect with other Filipinos. That's great. So, Jay, please introduce yourselves to our listeners, for those who don't know you, and tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Yeah, my name is Jay Kino. I was born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Uh, grew up uh, in the San Fernando Valley, uh, went to college for engineering, as you mentioned, and um, did that for six years. And then the recession came around 2010, I believe. And that's where I really took the turn into entrepreneurship. Uh, and me and a, a few friends started a food truck called White Rabbit Food Truck in LA, which then got featured on uh, Food Network Travel Channel and local media local radio, local news, and uh, with one mission just to really push for the Filipino uh, food to, uh, you know, push it out to the masses and show that Filipinos' culture and food is amazing. So um, now I live in Texas. I've been here for two years now. And, uh, you know, I was very involved with the chamber out in Los Angeles, and I was highly recommended to join the San Antonio group uh come to find out it was a little too far from where i was living and i just uh asked the president here in texas if i could start my own chamber region in austin and we we launched that uh of august of 2022 this year uh, and uh, people elected me as a chairman to represent the filipino culture here and now you know we're just trying to see and connect and our motto is to uplift and unite and uh uh, bringing the Filipino community and business owners together here in Austin. That's wonderful. Yeah. And um, it's the same thing in, in Georgia because the Filipino food movement is really taking the city by storm, actually the state by the storm. It's like everyone loves Filipino food. So, so no, I know that you have 12, experience, 12 years of experience marketing for local businesses and coaching hundreds of people around the world. I also know that you have done digital marketing for companies that were featured on Fox News, Daily News, Food Network, Travel Channel, and the Cooking Channel. Can you, uh, are you allowed, do you have liberty to name some of those companies and how you started working with and for them? 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, starting off with the digital marketing again, like I, it's just really diving into it, right. And trying it out and, you know, learning it from courses or mentors or coaches. And, you know, it's really just testing it. And one of the companies, which was white rabbit is where was, that was kind of like my, my test grounds to try marketing, right. Cause my, my background's engineering and I don't know anything about marketing, but, uh, I know, you know, how to bring people together. Right. Um, my other business is uh, um, as, as a DJ and, and an MC, so I know how to gather people with my voice. But leveraging that and social media um, was one of the things that I want to test. So a lot, there's a lot of testing. So there's White Rabbit Food Truck, which we use a lot of the testing, right? So we use paid ads and organic uh, marketing, and also like you know uh, influencers nowadays that actually promote the business. Uh, and there's other companies like Great American Foodie Fest that's uh, based out in Las Vegas. They've been featured on Carnival Eats, which is in like Food Network and local radio, local news as well. And it's all just creating that buzz and, and brand awareness with social media. So the power of digital marketing is, is very precise to where you can really hone down to who, who you can actually target your audience to. And that's what we leverage. So we can leverage people from, you know, distance of or radius of how far from a business. And we can actually, you know, target people who are Filipino if you want to do that or that have certain interests or behaviors. Uh, that's the power of digital marketing compared to, say, traditional marketing like newspaper or flyers or, or radio, right? Like it's very hard to target because you don't know who is that demographic. It's going to be very generic. But with digital marketing, you can really, you know, dive into that specific one person that you're trying to target. Once you know that one person, there's thousands of these different people that are probably uh, the same audience, right? Uh, another one was uh, Yoga Saki Burrito. They were also a food truck, and they were featured on, I believe, uh, Food Network as well, uh, and local radio, local news. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's typically the same strategy right just as long as you know how to create a buzz in the neighborhood uh that's all it takes and and also making sure that your food or your service or your business is something that the people want which is very important and i think that's uh you know uh the main thing to get the buzz going is really how do you, how do you be different how are you different and that's how you know some of these clients that i mentioned that's how they created their own uniqueness to getting their business out there. And I was able to help, uh, you know, be part of that team to do that. Okay. Um, so for, for those technolo technologically challenged, and there's a lot of us older people or older generation. Now, if you talk the way you talked about like digital marketing and branding and all that, that the young, pe young folks get it, but those from the old school, can you kind of, um, explain it in layman's terms when you say digital marketing are you talking up talking about what kind of social media what kind of avenue what is digital marketing in simple terms for those who for those of us who are not techno uh, yeah so i mean there's different types of di digital marketing right and i could break it down into different tiers right there's uh social media platforms and that includes you know your typical facebook instagram tiktok uh you know, all Snapchat and all that. And then there's also digital marketing using email, right? And that's what you can do, email blasts and all that stuff. 
but for the you know older generation, what I want to kind of share with them is that uh, the best part of digital marketing is actually owning the data. What does that mean? That means if you have a list of people that uh, like like an Excel sheet or a Google sheet of all your customers' information, whether that's name, email, phone number, and email address, like those things right there, if you can start collecting that, that's considered digital data or digital assets. And what happens is when you own that, it's easy to market back to these people because one, they probably are, are already interested in your business. And this is what we call low-hanging fruit. And you can always retarget or re-promote something, you know, especially things that are coming up right now with the holidays or like, you know, the past with like Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Imagine having a database of all these people. But for very simple terms, uh, social media, you could start promoting your business, you know, on your personal profile and, uh, in Facebook or and joining these Facebook groups and just kind of letting, letting your local community know about your business and, you know, sharing uh, uh, testimonials about your business, sharing your staff, sharing your, your foods or your service or your product, you know, like we need to share what our business is about because these people don't know that the people in the local community don't know that. So a uh, very simple start is really just using your personal profile on Facebook, joining these amazing Facebook groups that have, mo you know, thousands of different communities and uh, really just showcasing your business. That's the most simplest form that I think a lot of uh, older generations, especially like the Filipinos that are on social media, they're probably sitting in Facebook. <laughs> uh, and, you know, all the platforms are all the same. It's really just what is the message behind your business and why you're, why you're, uh, why you're different and why people should come in, right? So there's mm. really, when you're thinking marketing or digital marketing or even just marketing in general, you need to understand like the people's needs, wants, desires, and how do you bridge that with your service or product? And then that's what makes it easy for you to start creating content or using these digital platforms to, you know, bring them into your business, if that makes sense. So my next question, I think you've already answered, but uh, you can add to it and I'll add another question. T can you tell our listeners what are the most cutting edge strategies to help entrepreneurs sure. get more exposure and sales with social media. And um, in addition, can you tell us why that um, why digital and social media is important in today's market? Yeah, so digital marketing is like the new wave of actually getting in front of people. I mean, you see that digital marketing, everybody owns a smartphone, everybody owns a tablet. And it's very easy if you're using digital marketing to target these people because with digital marketing, say for instance, if you're using Facebook ads or Instagram ads or even you know these other platforms, you can you know control where your budget is actually going and and control what you know behaviors, interests you're trying to target. So basically, it's like hyper targeting your audience versus uh, you know. The traditional, like I mentioned, newspaper and old school ways of doing things, it's not trackable, right? right? So the easiest way to do this is really using digital marketing where, you know, you can, uh, the best way to do it, and I'm going to share a little secret with you, 
is just as long as you have an enticing offer for your business. Again, we'll we'll go back to the restaurant and just say, you know, uh, with with the business that I was with, White Rabbit, we were giving away free tacos or free lumpia or or something free, right? And the most powerful word in marketing is free. So when people know that you're giving something for free in exchange for their data, meaning their name, email, and phone number, that's probably the easiest way you can actually start collecting people's information. And then you can limit that too, right? Where it's like for the first 25 people or for the first 50 people. But as you continue doing this and you're building your database, what you end up doing is actually luring in new customers that will probably fall in love and typically like say for instance restaurant owners if they love your business they're going to come to your business at least two or three times per month and that's like a given statistic so it's very important that one you have a very enticing offer that is like no-brainer that people will exchange information and where they exchange the information is through a landing page and that's created by your web designer or what we call a funnel builder or a funnel yeah, website. And that's where they exchange the coupon or the promotion for their information. And then once you get that data, you can leverage that to send emails, send text message blasts, or even more powerful is that you can use that data to upload into these platforms and create lookalike audiences of millions of people because now it's, it has your hard data and it does all the... Uh, um, all the it, it does all the hard work for you to find these these people in your audience. So now you can leverage your data and say, look for more people like this. And a, a lot of business owners don't know that these lookalike audiences that Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok, and all these other platforms do, they make it easy for you to target. And a lot of pe- people are sleeping on this strategy, and uh, that's why you know I love doing it because when I apply these to my clients or to like the people that I coach or consult, they start seeing the results and that's what really makes everything amazing. And, you know, as we start pushing for Filipino culture, that's the way to like kind of get our, 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 uh, our community out there. So it's very powerful. Wow. You know what? I, I was just thinking while you were talking about the like audiences that when you go through your, your page and your, uh, your timeline, and then you belong to one group, then all of a sudden it shows you the inter- uh, things that or right. groups that you might be interested on, and then it's similar, similar. So yeah, yeah. You're, you're so right. So, um, yeah. you know, there's so many technical things that I want to ask you about, but that's for another session, or maybe that's for a, le- a real lecture on how to do this the technical way. But um, tell me, what are the key lessons you learned from running a famous Filipino food truck? The key lessons really um, is having the end goal in mind, which I thought was the most very, very important for any business, right, is really having a vision and a mission. So, like, when we first started the food truck, it was about um, putting Filipino food out there to the masses, meaning, like, nationwide. Like, that was our number one, like, eye of the prize goal. And when we, you know, kept on preaching that to our teammates and to our groups and CEOs and CFOs and members and investors, everybody was on the same page. So when that happened, then the Filipino uh, people started supporting it, our customers, our friends, our family. And then from there, it kind of started like, you know, like wildfire. People started, you know, 
hey, you got to try this out. You got to try this out. And one of our most, uh, and then the second part is really having great product or and, and service. So our best um, products were Seasick Burrito, and that's what people would line up for. That's what we would sell out, and people would actually buy our dessert, which was white chocolate champurado, which is totally different from the traditional, um, you know, champurado that you have in the Philippines. Right. So the third thing is really the uniqueness, right? How do you establish yourself to being different in the community, but still being familiar, but also still uh, gravitating not only to the Filipinos, but introducing it to other cultures. So it, our, our food truck was a fusion. So what we did was we fused Mexican and Filipino cuisine, like burritos, tacos, uh, rice bowls, and we used all Filipino proteins like uh, sisig, tocino, longanisa, and um, adobo, and we fused that with burritos and all these other you know, familiar foods that are already out there. So I think that's probably the way or that's how we leverage the, the success in, in the food truck. And then last one, the bonus is we created uh, something to talk about. So during the time, Food Network, uh, what was it Food Network or Travel Channel? Adam Richmond would always uh, show up with a challenge, right? So we wanted to be on his show and we created our own six pound burrito. <laughs> so the next thing is really following trends. So during that time, Adam Richmond was doing a lot of these food challenges and we just created it out of our own, like, Hey, you know, let's just do it on our own. And then if he picks it up, then if he picks it up, if not, uh, whatever, right. We have our own challenge. We have, you know, ways to get people to, you know, do our, our own challenge. But luckily it got picked up from, you know, food network, travel channel, Adam Richmond, you know, tried, uh, not, he didn't try it, but he had some, some guests try it. Uh, and then we had other shows that are, you know, featuring our burrito. So I, I'd say those are like the, maybe the four key things uh, that actually created the success for the food truck. That, there is so much to learn from you. Um, <laughs> he's really, I mean, these four things are really so smart and um, that's why you are successful. Now, my next question is twofold because your advocacy is to, to your mission and your vision is to really let uh, the Filipino food be known and um, be accepted nationwide. So mm -hmm. with, the, with the part of the digital marketing, that you know that Filipinos are one of the most hard-headed, hard-headed, set-on-their-ways <laughs> group of people. <laughs> and I know people right. are going to get mad at me about this, but that's the truth. Do you think yeah. uh, this will work for Filipinos? And why do you think that? That's the first part. And the second part of my question is, um, how do you know how Filipinos are. They do support you. They want you to be successful. They, uh, they become your, your regular customers. But then again, there's always this side um, note about where is my discount? They expect a discount or get it for free. So number one, how do you get around that, that mentality of the Filipinos getting discounts from, you know, the friends and family special? Right. And then, and the, how you get them around to accepting the, 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 modern digital marketing especially the people who are set on their ways right so to answer your first question like they need to know that this is the movement like uh a lot of like the traditional ways are kind of disappearing like newspapers are disappearing 
unless your demographic is the older demographic that stay there. But a lot of the technology is moving into smartphones and digital and, and, you know, streaming TV, right? Like commercials, uh, believe it or not, are actually targeted to your preference by like what you watch and what you push and what you say and all this other things on, um, you know, it, it's pretty much tracking you, right? So they need to understand like this is where you need to start transitioning because if you don't adapt to it, your business is pretty much going to die. Um, and to answer your second question about, you know, I, and I see this a lot in the culture of the Philippine, Filipino business owners, like, you know, they're giving discounts and they're, they're, they're giving, you know, friends and family discounts. Uh, when I coach the people that I coach and about business, I tell them, Hey, I know this is part of the culture, but you are doing a disservice to yourself and to your actual clients. Because one, if you give them a discount, you're not really giving them like the full value of what you're worth. So they need to understand the worth or the value of their business and kind of really set the frame that we're not a company of discounts. Although like, you know, the culture is like that. You, they just need to like really put their foot down and say, as much as I like, I like to kind of, you know, help you out, you know, we, this is the value that we, we have for our, our service, our product, and this is what it's worth. Uh, whether you want to buy it or not, it's, it's, it's cool if you don't, because I'm not giving you a discount. But what's, what's not cool is that a lot of these Filipino American, uh, Filipinos will, are expecting the discount, but they need to understand these people are in business to be in business, not to be uh, uh, bankrupt or yeah. out of charitable. Because the more, again, uh, not a charitable uh, organization or a charitable right. business. Yeah. They so, need to understand that they need to pay for bills, they need to pay for employees, they need to pay for product, and for them giving discounts, they're eating away from their margins. Right. So business owners, one, should understand that your margins are actually being taken away if you're giving discounts. And then two, the actual consumer needs to understand they need to keep the lights on, they need to feed their family, they need to feed their employees. So there needs to be a mutual respect for both sides. And, you know, back home in the Philippines, you can do that, right? Like, do it as much as you want. But when you come here to America... Or are you doing it's anything so like, you know, business here in Philippine-American uh, Philippine ways? You, they just need to respect that it's a different culture here doing business. So that's, that's right. kind of like my, I guess, two cents on that. Right. Well, thank you so much. And now it's time to, for me to let you go. And I know uh, we will talk again because there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot that we want to learn from you, on the, especially on the steps, on the uh, technical side. Sure. So, um for your parting words, do you want to give our listeners a way to contact you direct, directly for coaching if they need to? Or is there any parting words you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say, hey, if you're you know an entrepreneur, an aspiring entrepreneur, give it a go. Make it a side hustle. And then potentially, if things go well, make it your full time. I know there's a lot of people out there that you know are living their, their, their parents or passion, right? Where they're like nurses, engineers, or whatnot. And sometimes like these other different side hustles are is what your true calling is give it a shot give it a chance and yeah if you do want to find me uh you can uh book a free 15-minute strategy call with me at www.jayakino.org.org and again that's uh j-a-y-a-q-u-i-n-o.org 
and you know let's chat it up and see where you know we can build out a strategy plan for you uh, no 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 cost really it's just me giving you uh, basically a free coaching call to see if I can help and that's the main thing is really pushing to help the community uh, Filipino Americans here in the United States wow thank you so much Jay and I know we'll talk again and I will let you go and I'll talk to you soon all right thank you so much Welcome back mga kababayan. Ako po ay nagpapasalamat sa ating guest na si Jay Aquino who shared his wealth of knowledge about how to grow your business using digital marketing. Ang dami po. And we hope to get him again another time so he can give us more details on how we navigate this um, new age of digital marketing. Maraming salamat, Jay. So I'm going to change gears and this time I'm going to talk to you about Pinoy Pride. Tagal na nating hindi pinag-usapan ito. Ngayon naman po, matagal na akong hindi nagbabalita tungkol sa ating, uh, ating bragging board, kumbaga. Ito po ang ating brag board today. Number one, si Heidelin Diaz, the first ever Filipino Olympic gold medalist, visited Atlanta a couple of weeks ago for training and went to Bogota, Colombia to compete for the world championship. So ngayon, she won the gold medal in the weightlifting world championship and she won the gold in the snatch, clean and jerk and a total in the women's 55 kilograms division. So aside from being the first Olympic gold medalist and aside from the many and numerous Southeast Asian medals, world champion na rin siya. So... Abangan po dahil magiging guest po natin siya sa March when she returns back to Atlanta. Ang pangalawa po, si H.E.R., her, the first ever Afro-Filipina to play Belle in Disney's Beauty and the Beast special. The role is for the upcoming Beauty and the Beast, a 30th celebration that is set to air on TV starting December 15, bukas. Her beast Her beast will be Josh Groban. Diba? Ang gandang combination. So kung hindi po ninyo alam, si Her, H-E-R, has an Oscar to her name and five Grammy Awards. So diba? Nakakapag-pride. Uh, so congratulations po sa ating mga Filipino um, pride members tonight. So ngayon naman po ang aking inspiring quotes. Bago ako magpaalam, narito po ang ilang inspiring thoughts in light of our celebration of um, the yep. Christmas and the end of the year. The first one is, you need to give yourself permission to be human. And that's by Joyce Brothers. Napakalalim po nito because we always kind of are the worst critics of ourselves and we everybody makes mistakes and we do that every day. Pero we're just human. We make mistakes. So don't be too hard on yourselves, in other words. The second one True happiness comes from a sense of inner peace and contentment, which in turn must be achieved through the cultivation of altruism, of love, and compassion, and elimination of ignorance, selfishness, and greed. And that's by Dalai Lama. And the last one, courage involves pain and is justly praised. For it is harder to face what is painful than to abstain from what is pleasant. And that's by Aristotle. 
Yun lang po. Panahon na naman para magpaalam. Salamat po sa patuloy ninyong pagtangkilik sa Usapang Pinoy GA at gmail.com. Abangan po ang ating susunod na kabanata ng Usapang Pinoy kung saan ninyo maririnig ang halo-halong mga balita. Sige po, maligayang Pasko at manigong bagong taon. Hanggang sa muli, paalam muna sa ngayon. Many fire and love, yeah,